so maybe it's just me, but I think Joseph was really, really calm today, wasn't he? That whenever this angel of the Lord appeared in a dream, that he just says, okay, I go with it. And I think if you think about it, and I'm sure most of you are probably in the same thoughts as what I have, is like, wait, am I going crazy? Am I going to remember this dream? Am I actually going to carry it out? And I think that shows, quite honestly, the faith that St. Joseph had. He didn't argue. He didn't say no. He immediately took Mary into, her, into his home. I think that's the faith that is ultimately good and wonderful and great as we are approaching Christmas. Is that Joseph is this quiet figure that we really don't hear much about. He rarely ever says anything. That he rarely just kind of in, appears in this place and then that place and then all of a sudden he's gone. But I think that's something for us to know and to understand and to think about. Who is Joseph? And I think that probably the best way of understanding and doing this is pretty much by probably thinking that he's this, and I think some men in people's lives are this way, like this quiet figure. That especially was my grandfather's, both of them actually. That they were very quiet, they didn't say much, they were just always watching, always waiting, always waiting to help out. That they were, if you will, just waiting for something for them to be needed. Not like they had to go and find it, not like they had to interfere, not like they had to do this or that, but it was truly this sense of just waiting and watching, enjoying life. And I think that's probably something that St. Joseph is like as well that he was someone was just waiting and watching, helping Jesus where he could. That he wasn't, if you will, this own-bearing father, that, oh, you have to do this, you have to do that. But he was just this man who was always there to help. And I think that's something for our own lives to know and to understand and to quite honestly take that as our, our example. Because I think St. Joseph is probably one of the holy family we kind of skip over. That we have Mary, obviously, the mother of God. Of course, we have Jesus. And I think Joseph is the one that kind of just gets pushed off to the side because we don't hear anything about him. But I think that's truly the best example for our own lives to take. Because, of course, Mary's great and wonderful, but she is sinless mother of God. Not many of us can say that, right? Probably none of us can. But then we have Jesus, which is great, and we should take that as an example, but he's still the Son of God and sinless. But St. Joseph, on the other hand, there's no mention of him being sinless, that he is basically the person that we are all probably close or should be close to. Because St. Joseph is this type of figure that was always doing, always being faithful, always going with God, always listening to God in his life. That's why he said yes. That's why he went along with it with no complaints, no questions, just went with it. To say, okay, I accept this now. I know and understand that this son, this son of mine, is ultimately from the Holy Spirit. That's the faith that we should all have in our lives. That is the faith that we as Christians can live up to. That's the faith that we and God wants for us. 
So how are you doing with that? Something tells me probably not the best because most of us probably would have complained or asked questions or just said why and might have gone along with it, might not have. But that's where we need to look in our lives to see, do we listen to God? Do we follow his will in our lives? Or do we kind of just ignore and push him off for the day, just kind of say, okay, God, I pray to you at this moment and then that moment, and just kind of forget about the in-between? Something tells me it's probably that last one, right? We might have our moments of prayer, that we might have these moments that we will talk with God, but kind of just push God off to the side, maybe not literally, hopefully not literally. But do we bring God within our own lives? Do we bring God into our everything that we do? Because I think that's really where we need to do and what we need to do in order to listen to the will of God. Because in the end, the will of God could be just simply like this nudge, oh, I need to go talk to this person. Oh, I need to go do that. I need to go do this. That he's not going to say directly, hey, I want you to go do this. No. It's more like these subtleties in our lives that we have this inner peace, that we have this desire to do something that is good. That is probably of God. That he's guiding us, he's guarding us, he's bringing us to where he wants us to be, even if we don't listen to him, even if we don't pay attention to it. He's still there. But it's up to us to listen to be attentive, to hear him in our own lives each and every day because he is there. That, I really think, is the example that Joseph shows for us, that he was willing to accept it immediately, that Mary was with child of the Holy Spirit, that he was willing to go along with it because he was always having God in his own life, that he could then say yes, to everything. I think something that needs to be said, especially when trying to listen to the will of God, is, of course, we have our own free will. Of course, we can choose what we want to do. We can choose to follow God or we can choose not to. We can choose to follow His will or not. But I think what can be missed with that whole thing is if we end up choosing not to follow the will of God for whatever reason, we're scared, we're afraid, it's hopefully going to work out for the good, but if you would have listened to God, if you would have gone with God, if you wouldn't have feared and just trusted God, it would be so much better. That would be so much better in the end than just kind of say, okay, I'm just going to go this way. Not like he's not going to follow you that way. No. That it would be better if we ultimately follow his will. We ultimately go after him. That we try for holiness every single day, every single hour pretty much, that God wants us to be with him, that God wants us to follow him. And do you have that faith to say yes, as St. Joseph does? Or is it just kind of saying, oh, I do what I want. I take it here and there, but no other. I think that's ultimately what we need to meditate on as Christmas is very fast approaching the birth of Jesus as we remember his birth and ultimately his second coming is the whole fact. Do we have the faith of St. Joseph or is it another degree? And if it is another degree, how then can we start to trust God, 
to follow him, to bring him into our own lives every single day. Because in the end, that's exactly what St. Joseph did, what Jesus 